Well, let me tell you a little something about me. When it's Saturday night, I need to blow off some steam. One, two, three, four! Equipment talk right here from iRay Companies. So I'm Ray Henry. Colonel, they call me the Colonel. I'm Troy Henry. I president of Brad Software. Logan back at it again, Vice President of Brad Software. Yeah. Jordan Collins with Brad Software. Why do you have to get up on your mic like that? The viewers ain't gonna like that, man. That's hilarious. <laughs> we got an editor. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> well, why don't you start us off, Mr. Mike Man? Get us going. Well, today's topics on the on the agenda are the lightnings again from last week, or well, not last week, but from a few weeks ago when we talked about the Ford Lightning, the all EV Ford truck. Uh, and Sunbelt Rentals ordered a fleet of them. Hmm. Yeah, there's 700. 700 hmm. Ford Lightning trucks. And how many years is it going to take them to get the 700 out? I don't know. They should have. Wait, they, uh, <laughs> wait. They don't even. They're not even producing them yet. No, no. These are. <laughs> these are. They're on a waiting list to buy one is about three years with more than two hundred thousand reservations. So, two hundred thousand. So, do you think that uh, that Sunbelt is going to be uh, number one on the two hundred thousand list? I don't know. Probably not. Probably, probably <laughs> dealerships are first, right? <laughs> well, I would yeah, I would hope so. There's probably federal orders on that too. Oh, it's gonna. So be basically, what the Cybertruck should have been. Pretty, pretty well. Sorry, Elon. I mean, there's different design philosophies on these. You know, Ford kept the basic truck look. Doesn't have bulletproof glass. You know, that's a con. <laughs> no bulletproof. Oh golly, how are you gonna make it through all that army stuff? <laughs> you know? Well, you know, uh, Sunbelt's pretty smart. You know, they got a lot of electric um, lifts and uh, other electric type vehicles that uh, I'm, they use now. So adding to that fleet is probably a, a good plus. They probably want to take them greenhouse gases and drop them down. But not only that, you know, if you look at, uh, let's say, like even these uh, trucks that are, you know, that are the lightnings they're Ford, I, you know, I, I really don't know how much testing or what they've done to those things. So they're going to last for them out on the road, running back and forth. But, you know, how many miles will they go in a day or how many miles are they, you know, is the charge good for? That's, that's some of the questions that I'd be asking, you know, especially with Ford just coming out with this lightning truck, you know, what is it going to be? Average for a pickup. 300 miles. Yeah, say 300 to 350 is all. Three, they 300 make. miles. And that's on a, on a good day or is that a bad day? Yeah, I that's their that. estimate. Three twenty. What if you forget to charge it? <laughs> Oops! Now you're stuck at home. You put the generator in the bed and <laughs> carry some gas with you. Okay, and then charge your truck. Carry with you. some gas. You know, I don't know. I mean, ele electric you know, cars are awesome and all. You know, a lot of these Teslas, a lot of the owners keep a generator in the back, a fuel power generator in case they run out of gas. 
That's in a, really in a Tesla. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow, I'd like to see that because so so then just, just for emergencies. Yeah, well then then they, they got it for emergencies. That's not yeah. considered gas. It's called uh, alternative fuel. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, that it, um, you know, the nice thing about it with them Fords is that Ford's been around a long time, right? And uh, I'm sure they've yeah. got that assembly part pretty much figured out, you know, so that's kind of cool. Um, the hard part is to know exactly what, um, you know, is to know what's going to happen, you know, and, you know, hey, is our grid going to handle all these trucks and stuff coming out here in the next two, three years? You know, what, what are we not, doing about that? You know? Not in Texas, you know. Yeah, Texas, they can't even handle a little ice storm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went down there and I made a couple jokes. They didn't think I was so funny just because I'm from Minnesota and I expect that sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't find my jokes entertaining. Shout <laughs> out to our editor slash Texan guy. <laughs> so what do you guys think? Do you think that um, that they're going to have drive motors on each wheel on these or are they just going to be rear wheel drive? For sure. Oh, it's going to be motors on every wheel, probably. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I would guess so. Why not? I mean, there's no reason not to. Does it say they're all-wheel yeah. drive? I have to look up the specs on the Lightning. Because, you know, even on a truck like that... Yeah, pull that up, Jordan. It only takes... It's a lot less power that a, that a truck would need when it's only running two motors electric versus four electric. Now, uh, there's going to be some controversy too. Say, how much, what kind of voltage are they going to run? Are they going to run 400 volts or are they run 800 volts on these trucks? You know, uh, that means that 800 volts, you're going to have, you know, you're going to have double the batteries that you're going to have with 400 volts, especially in the battery lines. Twice the weight. I got you. Twice the more, you'll need twice the more. I know in the Rivian that they came out with, there's a 250 horsepower motor, at least that they project, at each, each wheel. 250 horse? Yep. So, so you have both they, those Rivians are monsters. They are. They're they're well, sweet. We're talking they're about the lightnings right well, now. I, I realize so. that, but I'm just saying that if yeah. Ford is gonna, that's they're known for for how do you say? Generally, they're over overproducing as far as giving you more than. Oh, Ford will give you more than what you expect. Well, I'm trying to pump them a little bit, so hopefully they're listening. <laughs> <laughs> you're not but going you're... for uh, for some uh, some. <laughs> you want to be accommodator for Ford? Is that what you're saying? Hey, look, nothing, nothing against you, Troy, but we like Chevy around here. Okay, where's their EV truck? Chevy's EV truck? You got me there. Okay, front and rear motor, all-wheel drive. So yeah, they have four motors around each tire. So they're going to be all-wheel drive mm -hmm. on the on the Lightning. If you look over here, I mean, what about, I can pull what it up. about the voltage on them? Do you, can you see the voltage they're going to be running? By the way, I'm this yeah, is 560 not... horsepower. What? Yeah, a little. Wow, that's a lot of horsepower for that little truck. <laughs> 14 hours at 220 volts. So 14 hours of charge or 14 hours of running? Good question. <laughs> I don't think no, that's that's, that's what it says. Charging 14 hours at 220 volts. So that's kind of long. Well, yeah, but it's... And that's a lot of power. What 220 is your regular... No, that's... Well, you've already upped it. Jeez. 220? Yeah, you're pumped in three-phase at that point. Yeah, three... Well, you could be three-phase. 220 can run off from single-phase if they've got a... Um, well, they could have a, an inverter on them. Oof. 
that'll actually yeah. kick it in, you know. Because um, you're mostly where where any of that power comes from to start up. It's not necessarily the drive, you know. So yeah, well, Ford, they got good luck, good going, Ford. You know what's uh, what else is who's the next one coming online? Because somebody got to copy Elon because he's already showed it, but he always gave these guys a go to go. You know, <laughs> they got to get her done. He didn't exactly build a total truck out yet, did he? Well, have you saw it? The truck. He made the cyber truck. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, did he build it? Not out yet. It's going to be a production model. Either. Yeah. Huh? Mm, I don't think so. But you know, he was a smart guy. He turned around. He got everybody to put a thousand dollars down on their truck, <laughs> and, <laughs> and he got he had to get at least three hundred thousand people. Well, thousand times three hundred thousand. Well, that's a few million. But anyways, uh, just a few. Yeah. And then he said, "Get get scammed. No production model until <laughs> till when." 2030. I don't know. I don't know. Wow. So, what is the cyber truck? Then hopefully they come up with a new design. Coming out. Before the end of 2022, 2020, it says. This is 2023. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to have the ones out by 2023. They're going to have some trucks out, right? I don't even know if you'll be able to go to like order one because I think they'll be sold out as soon as they come out. Well, if it's going to take three years to do it, and if you ordered now, I guess you're going to have to be waiting three years, <laughs> you know? right? Yeah. So, yeah. So, however you look at it, guys, gals, it's three years down the road on that one right there. Ford, good job. <laughs> Keep after it. I know you'll do well. Always have. So. Um, I do love my Crown Vic. I wish they'd make an electric Crown Vic. Well, you could make one. Hey, you know, once you get that, you could just <laughs> take the body off and put the body on a new kit. How does that sound? Now that's an idea that I can get behind right there. I need some big electric motors for that, dude. Oh no, that pickup will take as much to drive it as that Vic will. That Vic has got a nice, <laughs> nice rear end in it. So if you get electric motor in the front end, you'll be in good shape. <laughs> interesting about the Cybertrucks is they have four pack, three packages: dual motor, all wheel drive, tri motor, all wheel drive, and single motor, rear wheel drive. Wow, there's a lot of options then. Yeah, ranging from 39000 to 69000 So when we start talking like electric trucks and everything else, do you know how many moving parts are involved in that to run it down the road? Less than a gas-powered car. Uh, many, many, well, hundreds less, let's put it that way, moving parts. It'd be yeah. kind of weird looking under the hood and you're not seeing anything, though. It's your trunk. It's not hood anymore. Well, well, you won't even see in the trunk. Yeah, your exactly. hood will be your trunk, and so will your back will be your trunk. That'll be weird, huh? <laughs> you know what I think is funny is the fact that we'll just keep the way that cars look, even though they were designed to have an engine in the front, you know, yep. kind of thing. But we'll just keep it that way just because we like the way that cars look, and it would be so weird to be driving, like, flat-faced cars, and probably not too safe either, if I had to guess. Well, you know, like, buses and motor coaches and stuff, the motor's in the back, so they're flat in the front. Well, yeah, yeah, but I'm, it's, it would still be weird. Wouldn't you think it would be weird to see like an EV, a EV Ford truck with no front end? It's just, just like, you're just like, right up. Wait, haven't you seen the Volkswagen buses, man? Those are That's bad. basically what I'm talking about. Just imagine like a flat face bus, but on a car instead People of a big those. bus. <laughs> no, I mean, if you love that, more power to you, but bad choice. Surfer I, I like a little amazing. more room between myself and the next moving objects, you know? Yeah, yeah. Especially, yeah just like I said, packing, a little less they're, safe. They're like, just gonna start packing lead in the front. No, <laughs> no, no. 
So, you know, yeah, what, all right. what could the front be? The front could probably be something else different, right? If you're going to look at it that way. But for right now, we'll leave that up to those guys. How's that sound? Let's move on to another Well, I mean, yeah. it's for Adam dynamics too, you know? Yeah. I want to just have a What's that next topic there, Jordan? Yeah, Jordan. It's about uh, VR. Now they're training truckers with VR machines. Oh, they're training the truck. Well, guys, so they're virtual reality, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like uh, I racing became a really big thing back when COVID hit. So, I mean, not that far of a leap. Race car drivers have been training on these for a long time. I have one. Yeah, that's. I think you brought it over to, <clears throat> to our place one time, didn't you? I, I sure did. Yeah. <laughs> Um, headset that kind of shows you like uh it, you feel like you're in the same room as what everything else you just really the one of them units you're you're kind of yeah. like you're in the cloud like normal huh <laughs> well i think it's pretty useful especially for like training stuff because you know like humor me but it's like even like flight simulators for instance like being able to virtually fly i mean you could you could learn how to fly a plane on one of these little things and you used to have to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars for that stuff. Same thing with heavy equipment now these days and big trucks. You know, you can just get in a VR simulator and do a lot of training before you ever even have to get into a real vehicle to do something. Granted, the real world's a lot different than the video game, but you get to learn the basics of how it operates. Like, you know, wide swinging trailers, whatever, whatever. How booms operate, joysticks, controls move, and... Maybe if I got to play on an excavator in a VR game, I wouldn't have tried to walk that excavator that one time horribly. <laughs> well, there's also this, too. Yeah, I don't know if this you're walking or oh, operating that. that. Trying, I think there are actually... <laughs> this is pretty wild, too. So I just use those was looking for... Forklift simulator. Yeah, they're using it for forklifts. Yeah, well, they use it for a lot more than just forklifts. You know, simulator is a simulator. I mean, it's anything you're going to simulate that you want to go out and run. It's kind of your classroom time. You can throw your headset on wherever you're at if you have one, right? And you could be in uh, in the training, sitting in your living room, having popcorn. You know. Why well, right? don't northern up one of the technical? This is what I'm used like to. Is like this for eye racing. That is one of the ways that they train. For what? Yeah, like a three three screen monitor. Training program. Mm -hmm. They use VR and uh, for training like that, they don't use as many actual machines. It's safer for the people. But yeah, because the VR is safer. It's safer. Yeah. You get to learn more and. Well, it's not as uh, it's not as hands on, but yet you don't have to worry about people not paying attention to counterweights, buckets, all of the mm -hmm. the all the safety hazards that come along with the real equipment. Well, yeah, like I said, it just gives you that basic knowledge to be able to go out and actually use it. Mm -hmm. Well, and that's why they're training people this way is because when it comes autonomous, then that way you could be in your living room and, and uh, <laughs> program and watch it from there and they could do the job. So you don't really have to move. Wouldn't that be a nice day? You just sit with your headset on and a steering wheel on your couch. Yeah. Where are you driving? I don't know, Las Vegas. I'm almost there. Yeah. Well, that's if you still want a job, right? <laughs> well, we can't all yeah, and I think that's a good segue in this next topic. Jordan, why don't you get that next topic pulled up? Talking about the new 3D machine control option? Yeah, basically, exactly. 
But I mean, it's kind of the groundwork for what that would become because I don't think this is like a remote deal or anything. Yeah, it's like basically 3D architecture or basically like predefined. I don't know what you'd call it. So digging. It's, yeah, it's, so it's it's actually you know you know you you guys have seen this on uh, on some of the things that they've been doing with doctors and that using that remote where they could be over in Russia or England or whatever. And you could be down here at Rochester um, hospital and they actually set a remote up where they can take and do surgery on you remotely. Right. So Mm. what's to say that, you know, you to sit down and have controls and everything else that you could be having a screen in front of you of what the unit has on it and where you're at. And you could dig holes without being in the unit. Mm. This kind of goes along with our one of our last topics that we did, or on our first podcast, and uh, we did the the remote control access where it had that extra extra piece on the rear of it. Well, I think what's interesting about this whole thing is that it's it's like a three D system because like they already have a two D system that you that you can use to you know, and that's just kind of all kinds of GPS tools and fancy equipment attachments or add ons, whatever you call them. Um, but a 3D excavator system, now that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, well, 3D is the way it's going right now on that kind of stuff, but you're going to see autonomous 100% where they're going to run their own, shoot the grade, put it down, and you just watch over it, make sure it's running all the grade and it's, and it's working, you know. Mm -hmm. That's what's going to happen here. But, um, you know, I didn't want to jump off from that subject, but, do, you know, I was actually looking, you know, when we were looking at that Ford, they had another uh, article that came up in there, and it was telling about Doosan. Doosan actually uh, started their own um, electric track loader in the skid loaders. Mm -hmm. So who's Doosan? Well, Doosan is Bobcat. They bought Bobcat out uh, a few years back. And, um, and they actually, or they partnered on this deal, one of the two, uh, but Doosan is the one that, uh, is involved in that deal, believe it or not. Do you guys know anything about that? Heck no. No, nothing, huh? Well, we'll have to edge them. I'm just trying to find the article that you're looking at, but please tell us, tell us in the podcast. Tell oh, us. Okay. So they're basically, let me pull it up real quick here so you can kind of see Bobcat battery electric technology. It's called a T7X is what it is. It's a compact track loader. Now this thing here is actually, you can see it right here. It, it's for moving dirt, of course, but it is actually all electric. It's all electric compact loader. One of the world's first, I would say, in a skid steer type that you can get in and drive and, and you know, or operate, I should say. But uh, it's the world's first all-electric compact track loader. It's called a T7X, and it is a CTL, which is going to be a track unit. Um, and typically, it outperforms diesel, counterpart. diesel counterparts. Piece? So um, and there's no diesel fuel. Process, no hydraulic or engine oil, no DEF, and of course, no diesel. That is, um, huh? wow, wow. Yeah, no hydraulic, nothing right there, guys. They're it's everything. They're taking everything away from it. They're putting all electric. And they're saying that uh, this thing will actually run for, um, they're saying four and a half hours. Well, that's a full day for a contractor anyways, right? <laughs> 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 so 
they said with uh, with the breaks you take for lunch and so on and so forth that this thing will uh, will do an eight hour day job. So, so they're producing it for the. Make sure you hook it up to the charger. Yeah, otherwise <laughs> you got your diesel generator behind, right? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, just think about it. You're taking away the def fluids. You're taking away all the hydraulic fluids. You're taking away all all contaminants, which would be oils and and contaminants like that that would actually drip out of the hoses and and have hoses that would break and have those things happening, right? So they got to have like a maybe a electric over over hydraulic or even a electric motor on all the stuff, huh? Well, yeah, you'd think that. Golly, to get because you'd think that trying getting that arm to move, you're fully loaded. Getting them arms to raise lower, that'd be a lot. Of that'd take a lot. Yeah, a lot of power. Well, electric motors got a lot of power, guys. I mean, they well, really do. All right, but you're not just running your tracks. Now you're running your buckets. You're running your up downs. You're I wonder how much torque it's going to take for that, dumb, that <laughs> dummy that spins in one circle. How that goes. Yeah. Well, you know, the part that I love the most about it is the fact that it's quiet. It, it Like, you know, a regular skid steer is pretty loud. This thing would basically sound like a Tesla. It'd just be, you wouldn't even know it was working until you hear it break the ground below you. Yeah, but you know, we're we're all Americans. You know, if, if we didn't, it's like the Harley Davidson, <laughs> right? If you didn't have something, you could hear a little noise and a little putt putt with you. I mean, it'd be kind of tough. You know, you see all these uh, younger generation. They they're putting cans on their cars and stuff so they can hear the roar of it all. So what are they gonna do? Put a recorder inside there so you can listen to the stereo tell you the room 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 room. You know, beep beep. Makes them happy. <laughs> yeah, whatever makes them happy. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's just it. You just probably put a on some of the semis when they're autonomous. I suppose they're going to put Jake brake sounds on them so they give the old <laughs> sound. When <they're> <laughs> I mean, we make we make jokes, but coming from a construction background, like that noise of that diesel coming around and the click of the tracks and all that stuff. That's it's like that's how you know like that it's around you that way you keep that awareness when you don't have that motor noises you don't have anything i mean the people mm. around you are going to have a hard time anticipating your movements unless they're directly staring at you well true i think you'll have sensors on the unit too we'll start beeping at people well beep, beep. Mm -hmm. might give them a laser look like sure. a gun's gonna get you or something <laughs> deploy an airbag <laughs> yeah Move out of the way now. <laughs> I mean, I, I love the idea, but to me, it was the same with, with that excavator we'd done before. It was like, if it's so quiet, then I feel like it, it adds a level of a security risk or a safety risk. A lot of these like EV companies, point. they have a regulation on adding just white noise to their vehicle. Oh. Like I know Tesla kind of got in trouble with a few states because they, their cars were too quiet. What was that right? So they... So they added a feature that they could choose their car noises. No kidding. So they're going to run some more batteries just to run the volume, huh? <laughs> wonder if you could make it like that. don't make no sense to me. Too quiet? Like, oh, well, yeah. If, they, if a pedestrian is relying on sound to hear a car coming, <laughs> there's just a Tesla right in his face. It's, it's, it's weird. I mean, really, the only, the only sound you hear from a regular vehicle anyway is the road noise. You don't really hear a regular car running as long as it's got its mufflers and it's a modern car, especially little tiny engines like four cylinders and six cylinders, you know? So that's that's just weird to me. Well, you got, uh, what, uh, four cylinder on your motorcycle or is that two cylinder? 
four. I no, it's a four cylinder, but that dang, she ain't got no muffler on her, Chief. Yeah, that thing ain't got no muffler. She she little loud. little loud. Yeah. Not just a little loud. It is law breaking loud. Ooh, don't be talking that way. You're on a podcast. Oh, yeah, don't worry. He is, <laughs> well, that's okay. Come find my motorcycle while I'm on it, please. Yeah, right. Oh, don't don't ask him too many questions. <laughs> <laughs> Give us Mike. That that's a statement. Huh? What? I could be going ten mile an hour down the road, and it's still going to be loud as loud, louder than an electric vehicle. That's for sure. Oh yeah, electric sure. Go twenty. Just go so, twenty mile an hour in third gear and see how loud it is. I'm sure it's pretty quiet, dude. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, years back when I was a young fellow, you know, my we I lived in a a place where we tore cars apart, right? So that was part of my job. And, well, they would have called it child labor back then because I wasn't even eight, nine years old. I was working on cars. But anyways, um, I went and I took a, a a generator off from an older vehicle because they put generators on, not alternators. And generators, if you hooked them up, the wires backwards, they would pull. So it starts spinning by itself. And as a kid, I thought... Golly, wouldn't this be neat? You could turn around and put that on and hook a belt to it. And I'd actually, I started working on it and I put it about three quarters of the way together, but I couldn't get the battery to last long enough to pull me around the yard. <laughs> you know? But, but it was a good idea. It was a good idea. So now just think they took electric motors and put on them. Now, if they could put generators on the hub somehow that as they're turning, that they could bring back power to the battery, that would be cool, wouldn't it? Oh, I'm sure we would have that technology if we hadn't destroyed everybody that ever tried to advance it. <laughs> well, that's because of the automakers. I mean, that's a, that is a theory. It's theory of proven. destroying. Okay, good, good theory. Looking you okay, Jordan? There? I'm sorry. I just I lost the last thirty seconds because my water went down the wrong pipe and I choked on my water. <laughs> <laughs> that was. Uh, that had to have been that was exciting, huh? It hurt. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it hurt. So, um, oof. all right. I still did. Jordan, what do you got going on next? Oh man, See, I, sorry. I don't know. I like this next one. The first electric a rough terrain crane. Rough terrain. That's a ride. Mm. I train. don't know how to pronounce this company. Liber. It's Liber. Yeah, Liber. They're German owned. They're one of They're a German make... company called Liber. And they make some uh, quality equipment. Rough train crane. Wow. It's the TX. Well, no, that Le Leber is just the one that they are. They kind of made one. one. Yeah. Oh, but Tadano is the one that is yeah. releasing the first rough terrain crane. Tadano. Introduces the world-famous electric-powered rough train crane in the next evolutionary step of meeting the company's environmental targets. Wow. 35% reduction from CO2 by 2030 and net zero by 2050. They said the late, late 23s, they're going to have that crane um, up and running, huh? What size? Concept art looks pretty cool, but... Um... I can make that. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's no way that's a 12 foot. 
2.5. It's interesting. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's basically the same story, different article. You know, oh, it's producing less noise, less emissions, higher power, but low. I mean, I get on a low runtime. You know, not a lot of runtime. Well, you think that most because these rough trains, once you get them in display, I, that's what I used to use all the time. I'd work with them when we were connecting. So, I mean, once you get them into spot, they don't move. So, I mean, keeping them powered, I feel like, would be an easier solution, I guess. At first, I thought it was a goofy idea, but come to think of it, I think cranes would have been almost on a perfect idea for this. Just because they're stationary, they don't move. You'd be able to keep power to them. Yeah. Redirect some of that power from the tracks to the crane. Well, they're gonna... Or even just hook it up to a power source itself and just... Right, right. Yeah, then you just, you're always hooked in. Well, and they did that a lot of times to, you know, cranes that were stationary. They'd hook them right to a, basically a, a generator and they'd run them right there. They would. They're electric. Yeah, and they, they got all these big generators. I'm sure they got to have massive ones that can put out insane power for these insane machines like that. Sure they do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was just trying to look and see what type of uh, battery, how many voltage and that kind of a thing. But it says it's the 1200 series type. It says um, an LR1250.1 unplugged battery power crane. So 1200. That that would be 120 ton if it's running by regular, like, yep. well, usually regular description. That's a big crane. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's a big crane. That's a big, that's a real big. So, and all electric, just believe that, all electric. And if you, can, I guess, heard of these, heard of this company before? Did we what? I've never heard of it. Me either. Which one? The, uh, no, I've never heard Tadano. of it. Tadano. 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 Sounds I, like says, you're saying it with an Italian it. accent. Yeah, I think, I think, <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure who Tadano is is because i've not heard of that company but it does have labere down here in the article it says manufacture labere labere is um disputed well, in 2021 they released the first that oh, was what they were saying they're first saying in one. germany they yeah. made one they made the first one it was back in 2021 yeah gotta restart my camera yeah that's all good so well, there's a lot of cool stuff here you know i mean it's the bottom line is that you know that uh they're moving. They're moving towards it. As you see that we're telling you about new different things every day that, you know, somebody has built something in that uh, electric world that they're trying to keep up with it. Because 2030 is supposed to be a line where everybody's supposed to have uh, switched over pretty much is what the U.S. government's telling us they'd like to see us to be in, uh, done or handled or, or EPA, one of the two. Did they reenact that? Because I thought Trump got that. He got to pull out with the oil companies? <laughs> well, I, I thought that he had... That was part of the the Paris Treaty, I believe it was, and uh, he'd pulled out of that. A lot of doing everything electric. So, well, I don't know. I just don't know if that got to that was a loophole or whatever. I don't know if that got to be a difference because I know that. You should uh, Google it sometime. Google it. No, they don't, <laughs> well, they wanted to change all of the the government vehicles and switch them all over to electric, but there was there wasn't a company that could provide it. They were trying to go through. I I think Chevrolet had the contract, but I don't think they can produce the vehicle. <laughs> oh, is that right? Yeah. They were well, in line to order over 100,000 of them. So whatever happened... I love that there's a... I love... I'm sorry to cut you guys off. I'm just so... I think it's so hilarious that there's a comment on this article that says, Tesla, leave her. 
I'm trying to find the right email to email my resume and info for a position for the drill shaft and drilling rigs division. Dot dot. Thank you, comma James. I don't think this is the right place to be submitting a job application request, Mr. Tony James 23. Oh my gosh, huh? Well, he's just probably figuring everybody else is going to read it. He'd probably look and see if there's anybody else looking for somebody that wants a job, maybe, huh? Threw himself <laughs> out there. See what happens. I guess there's... This is funny, you know, <laughs> Advertising is different. He wants a, no, he wants a job with Tesla or Lieber. Or Lieber? <laughs> Lieber. It's Lieber. Lieber. Z Lieber. Yeah. There, now you're getting it. So, well, I'm sure Tesla's looking for people. Just tell them to call the Tesla hotline. Japan's first flying car. So, um, did you guys ever see or hear of uh, Japan's new flying car? Flying car? Yeah. Flying car. Japan oh. has the first flying car powered by a Suzuki. <laughs> Dang it, Logan. It's almost it's almost ready for certification. Yeah, it's 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 uh, right close to certifi certification. And, you know, and everything does got to get certified so they know that you can't just throw anybody in there and then they just crash it. You know, it's got to have some safety features. We got to be able to be safe for ourselves. You know, they call it the Looks, Sky Drive. The Sky Drive, they call it. Believe uh, that? Will it be coming to motorcycles? <laughs> well, I think it's already on motorcycles. It looks like, yeah, it looks like a motorcycle already. <laughs> they do. They have, actually, they have electric motorcycles now. Well, the, oh, hey. When I see a picture of that, it almost looks like a drone. I don't, I don't know. SkyDrive? Logan, I don't know if they'll call it a motorcycle, but it is motored, and it, uh, it is the cycle. But, you know, they got them new bikes now. You can <laughs> them, and you can hit the button, and it'll actually, it'll drive, it'll it'll pull you, too. So it's got uh, powered battery, powered by batteries and stuff. Well, they had that way back when Here you were it is. Kid, back, when was that again? In the 60s? Oh, God. Okay. Maybe it wasn't quite that long ago. Yeah. But, it did... <laughs> but they did have the, the pedal ones, like where you had them. They... Yeah. You charge it. Yeah. And go. Yeah. Well, Elon Musk had a comment about this, though. He did. Um, which is the fact that it's extremely noisy. Like, just take... I'll just quote him verbatim. So, thank you, Elon Musk, for saying this. But he said, you know, take a regular drone, like one of those small little drones that we all know, and think about how loud that is, and then times that by like a thousand, and that's how loud that one of these flying cars would be. And just imagine trying to leave and come to your 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 house and your neighbors hearing that. Maybe for somebody like you, Ray, lives in the middle of nowhere, no problem. But for the city for the city slickers, you know, that's a lot of noise, like especially considering if everybody or a lot of people had one, kind of like at least like a Tesla's, you know, like you know you can see one every every so often when you see it around. Well, and I mean, really, you're just better off buying a helicopter at that point. Well, I think that you know what's going to happen with these; they're going to be a detachable deal, you know. So the car itself, you could leave it, leave your your high noise stuff, you know, where it usually folds up by the time you get on the ground. So you got to land outside in the country, like I live, right? And then you drive into town with the car. How's that sound? Mm. That's still that sounds pretty good. I mean, quite like personally, it doesn't bother me. Like I wouldn't mind hearing hel a helicopter sound as long as you ain't sitting there hovering above your house for three hours. You know what I mean? It's like okay, at three a.m. <laughs> yeah, at, at three a.m. You know, it's like yeah, that's fine. But like you know that somebody is just going to be like, I'm going to hook my cable into it. I'm just going to hover above my house because I'm mad. And I just want to sit in my hover car. Oh, so well, you found somebody that didn't like you is what you're saying. 
Why can't yeah, they can't deal with that situation. I keep thinking that. <laughs> yeah. Their own hover the, the, yeah, the flying <laughs> hovercock. Loitering in the sky. Well, just tell everybody you're cleaning the leaves out of their yard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to leave. Why you got to do it at 3 a.m.? Why you yeah, <laughs> You didn't even ask. <laughs> Am I getting paid? <laughs> like that guy in Fargo, he didn't want to he didn't want to chip away his ice, so he took out a blowtorch. He got his butt he got his butt uh, in a lot of trouble for that, but he took a blowtorch to to melt in the ice on the sidewalk. And his neighbors got freaked out. Oh. Well, that that wasn't such a bad idea. I I would have well, would have absolutely done that. Yeah. Maybe my childhood dream is going to come true and we're going to have flying cars. Amazing. Well, we already have them, so I mean your dream has come true if you just look at the article there. If you, it's it's Japan's first flying car, just google it that way and yep. it'll come up. We all know it's, it's also a, a DeLorean. Cloud. I see it. I'm looking at the article. Oh, you are. Okay. It's also it's also a <laughs> It's a what? Sleek. It's also a cloud-based like a cloud drive. Yeah. <laughs> Called nice. Sky Cloud Drive? Yeah. Sky Drive. Forced to rename it Sky Drive due to trademark. Oh, Microsoft got in trouble. Oh, they did. For, they tried to take some. I guess that original name of OneDrive was Sky Drive. Oh. I just finished reading it and seeing that that's going to be a taxi. It's not even going to be a, just a regular car. We're just going to throw them right into the taxi. Well, you know what will have to happen, which is um, they'll, they'll have to have some type of feature like the Teslas have with autopilot and stuff like that, where it's like it, it could, like you could be brain dead and operate this, this thing and you're not going to die. Like, you know, it's like it, it will save you at all costs necessary, right? Yeah. Um, and then w- along with autopilot come, you know, what's the cab fare in one of these bad boys, <laughs> the cab fare, <laughs> it'll be less than your, uh, but I'm just thinking of like traffic, you know, like no stop signs in the sky. Right. Um, See, now not you yet. You guys got me going to back. You're already starting me in back to the future too. Now where you got, well, no, you gotta understand like there's going to be a whole f- different flow of traffic similar to an airport, right? Like it's like, you know, there's no stop signs there. It's just like, there's a constant flow of traffic that is very synchronized planes come in, especially busy airports. They're coming in nonstop, you know? And, um, you know, th- I think it's a lot of interesting stuff. I think I really would love to see something like that happen, you know, just because, I know I wouldn't be the idiot who crashes his hover car into somebody's house, but there's undoubtedly going to be that one Jimmy out there who ruins it for everybody for at least a couple years. Well, he oh, yeah. puts probably puts a little mud on his uh, sensors and then he runs it into something, you know, just to check <laughs> it out. <laughs> check That's it. why we use infrared. <laughs> yeah, well, they can go the first too. First DUI in a flying car. No, you <laughs> drive it. <laughs> autopilot. How are you going to get a DWI? You got it's the car did it. Yeah, the car. The cars. Oh my yeah. god! That just I just opened up a whole layer of complexity. Like, what if somebody actually made that argument in court and was like, "Officer, I wasn't driving my car. The Tesla autopilot was." Case closed. I wasn't operating responsibility. it. <laughs> and and I wasn't drinking either. I was swallowing. No, I was. No, no. You you tell them I was definitely drunk. No doubt. Okay. I relied on my car. And I relied on my car because it has a, NH, a Highway Safety Institute rating. And I don't even have to. I could sleep in my driver's seat and it'll get me home safely. And it's like, 
Well, interesting, isn't it now? You know, it's like uh, we're getting to a point to where your cars can literally drive themselves, you know. And granted, it's only Tesla, but like that'll become a normal thing in the future, you know, for sure. You know, even if we don't have hover cars, definitely going to have self-driving cars. Yeah, that's a good point. Good point. Well, I think in that situation, probably sue the manufacturer if it malfunctions and they hit you. Well, yeah, sure, but the the likelihood of that happening is so low, and it's like, well, if we're in a situation where he's already getting busted for a DUI, we're already there, man. Well, he, well, I guess if you're keeping that in context, so you hit somebody while you're drunk, but your car was doing the driving, I'm sure judges are going to have so much fun with that in the future. I'm sure they won't. <laughs> yeah, you know, the judge will be, it'll be either a verdict or no verdict. Bam, you're gone. <laughs> They'll throw you okay, in the yeah, anyways, tube. I think that was the last article. I think so, yep. too. I, was I think that's it. Truck through them. Huh? Well. I got through all of them. All of them? And what time do we have? We have enough time? We're at around 40 minutes. Okay. Well, and that's the that's the, the light of it all. You know, we, we do have a lot of other different topics that are going to be coming up. Uh, we wanted to kind of hit on some of the new things that are coming out in the autonomous world and also in the electric world. And that's what's kind of cool about it. Because, you know, we're talking about, you know, we deal here at IRAs with heavy equipment, you know, truck, trailers, everything else. And so it comes down to moving earth or earth moving equipment. You know, they got a lot of things that uh, are going towards the electric only because of the fact that the emissions are pushing them there. And in reality, you know, you're taking people out of the equation in a lot of these uh, circumstances because you could have them operate a piece of equipment from their home or their office or or maybe not at all. Maybe you're just into a program where they got a CD uh, ROM type uh, or a GPS type system that GPS they plug it in and, and they let her run and they sit back. You know, some of these others, other equipments that are out there right now, they run on their own. You're basically sitting in the seat and you're kind of watching her go. But um, we're going to keep on with the, uh, with the podcast of uh, Equipment Talk, and, and we're going to have some really cool stuff coming up here in the near future. But um, we definitely uh, enjoy the talk, and, you know, I just I want to thank uh, not only Logan and Jordan and Troy for coming out and, and kind of sharing these talks, but uh, these guys are all, you know, businessmen, and they're in their, in their uh, prime as far as being in the industries, as far as going with what they're doing. And, and what I mean by that is, is when it comes down to programming and when it comes down to delivering a good system that works. So I think you guys got a lot to offer and, and I want to thank you for, you know, for actually being here today again as well. So again, thank you, Ray. Pleasure being here. Thank you. Again, uh, this is uh, Equipment Talk, and well, uh, we're doing it for on, Ray. high <laughs> companies. And, uh, hold on. Hold on. You want something else to talk about first? When's the auction? Oh, golly, golly. We got to tell them about that, too. Huh? <laughs> got to plug the auction. We're, we're, we're having an auction all the time. Every four to six weeks, we're having heavy equipment auction, and we're all over the, uh, actually, the United States and the world, we're, we're basically selling stuff. So the next one coming up here is going to be the Wednesday, and that's May 18th, and that will be uh, on our virtual basically or if you want to say a simulcast we're going to be run at 8 a.m if you want to pre-bid on it get on early you can actually start looking at the items as we speak and you can bid on them you can put a max bid on them it'll run until 5:59 a.m and then it goes over to the simulcast which is basically a live auction online so again 
my name is Ray. They call me the Colonel, Colonel Ray Henry, and I'm from IRA Auctions. And uh, I want to thank everybody again for uh, at least listening to us and also for being here with us. Thank you.